0: Broadcasting from the Leadership Academy Studios, AKA my new basement. Welcome to The Driven Entrepreneur. Hey, it's the go to plan for coaches, authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs of all kinds to start, grow, and profit a business that you love. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Brauning, and we are opening the mailbag again. This has been a fun month. We've been getting into your questions. Real entrepreneurs, real consult- consultants, coaches, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs of all kinds asking real questions about their business. Today's question is all about social media. It comes from Christine Bright, and Christine says, this is a long question, but the gist is pretty short. How do I determine which social media platforms to invest time and money in? Ooh, That's a great question. She said, uh, I get emails daily saying how important it is to build your business and presence on social. Of course, each platform says they're the best, and it's overwhelming. That's not a smiley face. She put an emoji It's not a smiley face. It's one of those little smiley emojis where they have the eyes looking up and going, you know, the eyebrow raise. All right. So, Christine, that's a great question. I'm going to answer it my way. This is not the gospel truth of social media. I'm not a social media expert. I don't claim to be, but you asked, and I'll tell you how I approach social media. Okay. So, the way I answer these questions, you know, pretty much is if I woke up in your shoes, or I'm going to answer the question with how I would do this in my business and try my best to kind of back into what your situation might be. So not knowing everything about your business, Christine, if you have a business that is primarily you, all right, you're the face, you're the brain, you're the heart, you know, the influencer, the, the solopreneur, especially, this is extremely important to recognize that you are the face of your business, right? Now, this is different than if you, you know, maybe own a retail shop, let's say, you know, you have an olive oil company with a retail front where you might have your face as part of the brand or you might just be the owner and the brand is separate from you okay so those are the two different distinctions of a business type I would put when you look at social and here's why if you are the business then you really need one major channel meaning like one social presence like for me it's you know I have some different brands but by and large I'm building the Matt Browning brand right And Matt Browning has the Driven Entrepreneur radio show and podcast. I also have the Speaking of Getting Booked podcast. It's not on the radio, but that's an on-demand podcast. By the way, we released season two in December, so check that out. If If you want to use speaking to grow your business or you are a speaker, Speaking of Getting Booked is me interviewing meeting planners, chapter presidents, association chairs, seminar leaders, people that book live speakers for live events. So if you want to learn how to get yourself booked to get in front of your ideal prospects, check out Speaking of Getting Booked. You can find it at mattbrowningpodcast.com. So for Christine's question of if you are you, and I know, Christine, you, from looking at your profiles, you are the face of your business, okay? So let's talk about that. If that's you, you basically want one social presence, right? Like I was saying for me. If you have a brand that's completely separate from you and you're the owner, you're gonna consider which, which part of the business do you wanna highlight in social first? And I would recommend highlighting the brand first, And then once the brand is established and people like that brand, it's actually quite easy to then come back around and say, hey, by the way, check out this owner, CEO, thought leader, influencer. And you sort, but it really is like running two businesses. You're establishing something separate. So no, that's true first. I wouldn't try to get, a Matt Browning page and an Evolution Seminars page and a Driven Entrepreneur page. And right, like I don't want to try to manage 15 or even four or three social media profiles. I would not do that. Stick with one for you or one for your business brand. Eventually, I'm talking a year, two years or more later, you might m- back into adding yourself on top of the business brand. But let's just talk to the entrepreneur that has, that you are your brand, right? You're your business. If that's you, The rule of thumb I use for social is: Where are my ideal clients and prospects hanging out? How do they get information, and why do they go on to social platforms? Okay, so let me give you a couple examples. And again, I I direct your hate mail to where do we want to send this to? You know, send it to mattbrowningpodcast@gmail.com. Okay, if you don't agree with this or you think I'm off my rocker, but here's how I look at the different major social platforms. Okay, number one, Facebook. The best thing that Facebook can give to us and what most people I believe go to Facebook for is connections. So if you have a business that you're primarily, you have masterminds, um, group coaching programs, you work with one-on-one referrals, you, you know, maybe you want to have a group and then you're going to, it's a free group and then you're going to speak to people and connect and coach and offer, you know, a premium version or something like that. Facebook all the way. And look, I'm not, like, I don't want to get in the conversation because it doesn't really affect us too much about, you know, the metaverse and and are they, every social, if you get down to it, and every, you know, these major platforms, you can politicize it and then be like, I don't want to go on because of microphones or whatever. The reality is most all of your prospects and clients are absorbing and taking on content or interacting on some type of platform or maybe two or more. But you know what's funny is if you if you ask the average person, most of us aren't on like four, five, six platforms consistently, regularly. We're not diving into them. Most people have their favorite one or maybe two based on what they're into, how they consume content and what they're looking to do for themselves. So again, if, if you're all about connection and referrals and network, you know, I'll save networking, but connection, referrals, groups, masterminds a lot of that one-to-one or kind of real live connection with people and referrals, you want to use Facebook for sure. Okay. Number two, Instagram, if you're looking to, so Instagram is definitely built not to be as connective. Can you? Sure. But it's much more Instagram is about being worthy of following. So if you want to use Instagram, obviously if you're in a celebrity or media area, yeah, you need Instagram so that people can follow. And what happens is you can get clients from that. Um, But the biggest thing you can get from Instagram is as you grow a platform of followers, you can leverage that for sponsorship deals, leverage it for speaking, for, you know, if you came to me and said, hey, I want to be on your podcast and I have three followers versus 300,000, well, that's a different conversation, right? So Instagram is very much about that. It's obviously as well, I don't say younger demographic, that's not accurate any longer, but you're going to have that, you know, late 20s 30s 40s demographic right whatever that age is the millennial/gen x is very instagrammy right whereas obviously the older generation right so my parents in their 70s are really figuring out facebook now but they don't even know what instagram is and then my my younger millennial my gen z friends who are in their like early mid 20s they're already done with instagram right they don't like that so instagram is great for influencer for follower and again, if you have a, a visual medium, right, if you're doing, uh, you have a flower shop, you're creating, you know, art, things like that, obviously you want something with video and, and, and photo. If you're a thought leader, if you're a coach, man, Instagram's also great. Facebook as well, because you can do, you know, reels and Instagram TV and you can do short clips and up to, you know, 10 minute videos and things like that. Okay. So that's one of them. That's kind of what I would look at that. But do you need to necessarily be both? Not necessarily. Let's look at Twitter. Well, if you and your business, you need to be involved in the conversation that the quote-unquote world is having, Twitter is the place to do it, 100%. So if your business revolves around politics, around social um, activities that are happening, you know, what's the word I'm looking for. I was going to say social justice is like an example of it, but it's it's the the conversation that society is having, that the world is having, right? If you want to, you know, if you need to... Talk about the Oscars if you 're doing something that you you have uh, maybe you do fan fiction and it follows uh, a certain a certain brand or whatever right like well, hey, when comic Con comes to town, you want to be on Twitter talking about comic con and talking about the thing you 're doing and and you're going to engage in conversation that people are already having, so Twitter is really big on that for sure that 's how I would use it so hence i don 't do much on Twitter at all I got like two hundred followers i don 't like twitter i don't use Twitter because my business isn 't centered around the conversation that someone is already politically or socially having, right? We want to make conversation here based on our clients and our, and our prospects. So that's what that is. So we got Twitter, we got Facebook, we got Instagram, LinkedIn, right? So if if you're selling to C-suite, if you're selling to human resources people, if you're uh, in recruiting, if you are not doing a business, but you have a career and you're looking to advance that career, like LinkedIn, 100% is the place to be. It's great for referrals, but it's very much more a... It's not all corporate, right? Don't get me wrong on that. Please don't. Again, I hate tweet me there. <laughs> well, I guess if you do, I won't even see it. <laughs> um, but LinkedIn is generally more of a "quote unquote" corporate vibe, so it's going to be more more professional, you know, "quote unquote" professional feeling. More referral. It's going to be more like a BNI, you know, type of a, a feeling where we can refer to each other and we can network together and that. But like any platform, you're going to get you know, there's plenty of DMs that'll come your way that are spammy and that are promotional and this and that. But again. I don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn because that's not where my ideal target lives. If I'm looking for to get hired by small business, medium-sized businesses, and I'm really going down that road, I'm going to be all over a great profile on LinkedIn and so forth. But when I'm looking at... um solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, side hustles, right? I'm looking for, you know, speakers, authors, coaches that I can help build and encourage up in what you're doing. I find primarily Instagram's a big place for that. Facebook's a big place for that. And then I'm starting to look, I haven't done this yet, but I'm looking at at, uh, TikTok as well, younger demographic, but it's certainly, there's a lot of money to be made on TikTok. There's a lot of engagement that can happen very, very fast. I have, uh, well, shoot, we just answered a question. Uh, a couple of weeks ago from Melissa Hughes. And she was, I mean, Melissa has a great story. Go back in the archive a couple episodes ago, we answered a question about what do I do in the first year in business? And Melissa has a great story that she used TikTok and she was a, a mom of two, still is, but a mom of two that had to work and was you know, not enjoying it to make ends meet with the family. And then she started going on TikTok and being a faith-based mommy influencer and just encouraging other moms and showing fun videos. And some videos went viral. She blew up. And all of a sudden now, you know, you follow Melissa on TikTok. She got a couple hundred thousand followers. And she's making more money now with her side hustle. She's quit her job. She's home full time with her kids. And it's all because of TikTok. So it's like, good for you, Melissa. And look, Melissa, she's great. But you can do this. Like if this is is your dream, she didn't focus on 15 different socials. She was like, I can become an influencer on TikTok. I can get video views up. And I can really do this. And then she started focusing on helping people do a similar thing in the coaching space and now making more money than she was making in her job and she gets to be home with the kids. So take that as a story to really land on, okay, do I want to focus on one, focus on TikTok, focus on Instagram, focus on, like, again, if you love talking in front of the camera, if you love videos, TikTok might be the place for you. So that's what we want to focus on. My recommendation is focus on one, primarily, at least think about it in your head this way you have one primary and then one or two that are like your secondaries, right? So maybe you do your stuff on TikTok, but then you take that and then you put the reel onto Instagram and then you put the videos as a post on Facebook. So Instagram and Facebook become your secondary, TikTok is your primary and that's what you do or your reverse engineer, right? My primary realistically is Facebook, but then I'll Or sometimes it's Instagram, I guess. I go back and forth a bit. But it can be Instagram, and then I can take those posts and put them up on Facebook. And I do my story on Instagram, and then I can post that onto Facebook as well. And and I want to connect with people on both levels. All right. I hope that helps. You can follow Christine. Christine Bright, thanks for the question, man. This is a great question. And she's on Facebook at christine.v.bright. And she has some cool uh, gifts, too. So you can DM her over there or follow her. Christine Bright will have the link on the show notes if you get this on demand at mattbrowningpodcast.com. And her gift, this is really cool, three powerful strategies to win at the game of parenting. Hey, we need that. Thanks, Christine. So I'm looking forward to that. Make sure you follow and jump with with her. And then, of course, follow the show. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get podcasts. You can hear this, of course, on the air, but you can also get this on demand anywhere where you get shows. The paywall is gone. It's completely free to get back to the archives. Hundreds of episodes, interviews with driven entrepreneurs just like you, and solo episodes where we're answering questions and coaching and helping you with your small business. Thank you for listening. Make sure you ask your question at mattbrowningpodcast.com. Click submit a question. We'll highlight you on the show and answer your question just like we did for Christine Bright today. Thank you so much. You're awesome. You're absolutely awesome. You can do this. I believe in you. And I'll see you next week with your questions answered or maybe another driven entrepreneur. Bye-bye.